0: Hi Jack Barry. Hi,
1: Grace Helbig. How are you?
0: I'm well. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep.
1: Thank you. I feel welcome.
0: I'm working on my hosting skills.
1: It's been
0: a long, arduous journey. I
1: appreciate it.
0: Um talking about Father's Day.
1: That's right. Father's Day is
0: coming up. My dad is like a call guy, but hot tip Mm -hmm. on a great father's day gift i got my dad like a beer of the month club thing and they send you can customize all these we should get sponsored by this not spawn yeah really brilliant Well, there's all different kinds um and so it's i think i got him like european lagers or something and Mm -hmm. so every month he gets like three different ones to try and then you can like go back on the website if you liked one of them and order more
1: that's fantastic yeah because dads are like notoriously impossible to buy gifts for yeah
0: my dad doesn't want anything like materialistic at all like he only gets clothes because my stepmom buys them for him he would wear his nike like running pants with a sweatshirt tucked into them every day (laughs) which is my dad loves to tuck his sweatshirt into his sweatpants and i've never understood it but i appreciate his fashion statement sure he goes outside the box another what i get my stepdad for father's day meat of the month Okay, yeah, there you go. These monthly subscription boxes are great. You get like uh, like different steaks and stuff. Yeah, and he loves it. Because he's not like into beer as much, so those, was, like,
1: those those things are cool too. Because it's like the gift that keeps on giving. Like I I was um staying with a friend for a couple of days, mm-hmm. and I wanted to say thank you. And she's got this amazing dog. Yeah. So I got her a bark box. That's a great idea. Yeah.
0: Why aren't we sponsored by them either?
1: Well, we were actually. Oh, we were. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess we didn't um,
0: get enough of you to sign up for it, and so they have relinquished their no, sponsorship. Please, I,
1: I, I use the offer code. Don't worry.
0: Okay. You, as long as we got the offer code. <laughs> yeah.
1: Don't worry. Go
0: check it out. See if offer code Grace or not too deep works on bark box. <laughs> yeah. Just go check it out for us guys Report back. <laughs> um one of the most modern father related concepts that i'm on board with is dad bods oh yes dad bods are uh the a trendy thing dad bod uh i feel like this has only come about because of uh leonardo dicaprio yes
1: got, leonardo dicaprio's dad bod
0: he got dad bod and then that <laughs> became the terminology used yeah Um, which I think is hilarious, slightly degrading, but Mm -hmm. ultimately there's some sweetness to it.
1: Yeah. It's a sort of like this idea that like um, based on like the original article that I had read was it was.
0: Oh, you read an article about dad bots.
1: Like that's like (laughs) like where where it came from. Apparently. Uh Um, Yeah. This young woman wrote an article about it being like uh, guys are too fit. They're intimidating. (laughs) I don't like it. I prefer my guys to be a little doughy. Yeah, a little like squishable.
0: I'm with her. I might have (laughs) written this article. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, because like when you see like these like chiseled like cover of GQ like Ronaldo or something like that, you're just sort of like, wow, you're like an Adonis. It's too. It's it's a lot of work.
0: It feels like it's a lot of work. Um, it's stressful almost. However, for someone like Ronaldo, where it's your job to be an athlete, I fully understand that. That's like that was you worked out. That's your work. Sure. Uh, like Chris Hemsworth. I just saw Infinity War. He looked fantastic. Yeah,
1: he's looked good for decades. Uh, yeah, <laughs> ever. But then
0: it, you're like, this is just kind of stressful to look at to keep my brain thinks about the maintenance that you have. Yeah, to do. It would,
1: I can I can understand that. I would feel intimidated if I was dating like a, like a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Woman as well. Like, and so I understand the appeal. But I think what's interesting is that like it kind of got a little bit shifted because like when they were asking, like, so who's like got the perfect dad bod? Her response, I think, was John Hamm
0: oh see i guess i because
1: like I'm, their their her opinion of it was it was just sort of like or like what you would like remember like magnum pi that like tom Selleck show from like the 80s i've
0: heard of it i couldn't tell you what tom Selleck looked like on the show though
1: but like that's an i think that's an example where it's just like he's he's buff he's got some muscle but he also but he also like will have a beer and eat some pizza on the weekends and i think and the somehow it, it kind of got like oh that she means like chris pratt On parks Parks and rec, when he was just like really doughy, and that's not actually what she meant. She was like, No, it's that balance of like fit. um, The dad that
0: keeps in shape, but he doesn't live in in the gym. Yeah, Yeah. he's got to help with homework,
1: but he doesn't, but he also doesn't mind eating some fried chicken. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. I know
0: that's the weird thing. I feel like that there's this all there's this appreciation for the dad bod, wonderful, but then there is the uh, other side of it, which is kind of the anger about. Like a dad bod getting in shape like Chris Pratt. I feel like a lot of people had mixed emotions when he got super buff, but they were like, yeah. what are you doing? It is I'm like good for him it, if he wants to
1: listen. I think that's great. I, I love body transformation stuff because I, I find it really inspiring. Very inspiring. Because I also kind of went through a little bit of one myself. Like, yeah, I was you like, did.
0: I saw you post a throwback Thursday or your old headshot one. Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't even know you had a headshot uh, yeah. on like old headshot day. Uh, <laughs> if you guys haven't treated yourself to the delight that is Jack Ferry's old headshot, please go it's check it out. on Instagram, yes. Yeah. I was like, who is this? I opened my Instagram. I was shooting This Might Get. And yours came up first. And I was like, who is this that I'm following? Oh, my God. It's Jack Ferry.
2: <laughs> oh, my. And then
0: I went to memory on set. I was like, Did Jack Ferry. I already saw it. <laughs> I already saw it. You looked a little bit like old school Chris Hardwick.
1: Oh, okay. Like I'll singled out sure. era. Okay. Chris Hardwick. Yeah, All right. thank you. But you went through <laughs> a, yeah,
0: you went through a body transformation for sure. Yeah,
1: I was just uh when I got to LA, I was like, oh, everyone here is beautiful. I need mm-hmm. to like get on my bike and uh and maybe the weather's so nice better. that it, you're like Yeah, and and I I was inspired by people like him because he got into sick shape.
0: Chris and, Pratt? Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's
1: funny too because like He's, like, one of the biggest movie stars in the world now. And it's like, if you told me that 10 years ago, like, yeah, see that, like, doughy funny dude on this TV show? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be, like, the world's biggest movie star in, like, superhero. 10 years. Yeah. And I'm like, what? He's going to be like the star of, like, the Jurassic Park franchise, uh-huh. one of Marvel's most successful superhero franchises. You know
0: what's also <laughs> nuts? When you look back at old school do you smell what The Rock is cooking era, The Rock? Oh, sure. He's got a dad bod. Yeah. He's wearing black tank tops, but his arms aren't super cut. Yeah,
1: I know. When you go way back in his career... Yeah. Like, if you see him in, like, Southland Tales, like, he looks... He's like, he did like a Barry Bonds. Like he like, he just got, he's just getting more and more jacked. I think he's just sort of like, I want to be in, I want to be in peak physical shape by the time I hit age 60. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah. He's like so jacked right now. I want
0: to be ready to star in a blockbuster film at any point of yeah. the day every day yeah and his I mean his stuff also speaking of like inspiring is really inspiring what he posts on his Instagram oh when I when you agree. see him working out at like 5am I also saw him post a story I think I talked about this before like years ago that he travels with his damn treadmill he brings it to like yeah. his hotel
1: room and he doesn't even like a name for it too. yeah it's a woman yeah. and he loves her
0: <laughs> and she's really sweet apparently but I mean. I'm like yeah if your job is to look a certain way yeah and you have the ability to bring all of the accoutrements that you yeah. need to do that, I mean
1: that's a little extra, I think I maybe just book a hotel that has a decent gym
0: <laughs> that's also an alternative, yeah, that is the alternative. If you don't have a private jet that fits your personal treadmill. It on just it.
1: feels a little, yeah, you know, <laughs>
0: but he's yeah, he's another amazing transformation. Mitchell we've talked about had a yeah. big transformation in terms of his you know body positivity and all that good stuff,
1: yeah, yeah, I think there's just. Uh, there's a lot of that going on. Uh, even, like, Tyler Oakley, for instance. Have mm. you seen him
0: recently? He came to do an episode Holy of This Night Get. I hugged him, and I was like, what's going on under these clothes? I know, where all
1: those muscles come from all of a sudden. He
0: looks incredible. Like, it happened
1: quickly, too. Like, he got well, jacked in, like, half a year.
0: A year. I asked him, like, okay, when did yeah. this start happening? He's like, probably about a year. And uh, he, you can tell his whole personality is, like, he was never depressed or you know noticeably sad yeah, or anything. he's like even
1: more confident he's just I, he's unstoppable it's almost like make him
0: eat pizza again because he's unstoppable <laughs> I know, now
1: I know. The um
0: but it's really inspiring and he's like it just makes me feel good now he's yeah. at that workout phase where you're like the endorphins are what I need and crave yeah. versus I'm swallowing blood and just have to get through this workout
1: I, and I'm I'm there too like this morning I went on a 30-minute bike ride and I felt amazing afterwards yeah and I was like this is just like the perfect cup of coffee
0: well good for you thank
1: you <laughs>
0: speaking of things that are good for you uh, we have a lovely guest on us today Arden Cho yeah. I'm so excited she's in the new movie The Honor List that's, right. um, that's already out and available online for you guys to watch if you haven't checked it out Megan Ranks is in it and Arden and I've never met before and she is so incredibly sweet and has such a wonderful and interesting perspective on the entertainment industry. Yeah, she's
1: delightful. She's
0: so damn delightful and really inspiring in terms an, emo- uh, an emotional sense yeah. about, like, how she's gone through trials and tribulations and still continues to face on a daily basis. Yeah. Plus, she's a YouTuber as well. Mm-hmm. But you forget that, like, she's got this whole channel that she had been doing and then kind of transitioned into acting and all of that. So, she's got a lot of layers going on. Yeah. And she... I actually got told that she's got a lot of layers in her first acting class.
1: That's right, but so don't give too much away. I
0: won't give too much away. We'll <laughs> jump into it with the consummately lovely Arden Cho.
1: No, not Too Deep what's crazy?
0: Support for today's episode of Not Too Deep comes from a third love, armed with the measurements of millions of women, third love bras are designed to fit real women, and I can attest to this as a real woman that has received a third love bra, and I typically only wear sports bras, not TMI, but uh, they sent me a couple of their bras, and they are so insanely comfortable, and the best part is you don't have to have any more awkward fitting room experiences because they have a fit finder quiz, which helps you identify your breast shape and find Find the styles that fit your body in less than one minute you just answer a few simple questions and with 60 sizes ranging from double A through G including half cup sizing, third love guarantees a perfect fit. And Third Love values comfort and quality with straps that won't slip, ultra soft smoothing fabrics, and lightweight memory foam cups. Their labels are even tagless, so it's not itchy at all. Plus, returns and exchanges are always free and easy. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone, so right now they're offering, my beautiful listeners, 15% off your first order if you go to thirdlove.com slash grace. Now, to find your perfect fitting bra, get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash grace for 15% off today. Not too deep. Today's episode of Not Too Deep is sponsored by Beyond Meat. The Beyond Meat Burger, an uncompromisingly delicious plant-based burger that is packed with protein and better for you and the planet. I have tried this burger, and it is so delicious. It's not your hippie college roommate's veggie burger. It's got a sizzling sensation created for meat lovers everywhere. In fact, it's the only plant-based burger that is so meaty. It's sold in the meat case at grocery stores nationwide. The Beyond Meat Burger is made from simple ingredients applied in fresh ways. They use protein from peas, potato starch, and coconut oil without gluten, soy, or GMOs. The delicious plant-based Beyond Burger comes with less baggage and more benefits, so you can eat what you love and feel better doing it this summer. Add some sizzle to your grill with this revolutionary burger that satisfies even the most ravenous of Carnivores ready to taste the future of protein made from plants. Visit beyondmeat.com slash Grace and click the where to find button to find a local retailer near you that's beyondmeat.com slash grace. Guys, this is so exciting. Arden Cho is here. Yay! Yay! Hi! Wow. Hi. Um, yeah, I was saying Megan Ranks was just on and she was telling us all about the honor list. Uh, and you actually play Honor. Yes, I am Honor. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that was funny. I think that's great. Um, she didn't want to give too much of the plot away, even though in the trailer you kind yeah. of understand. And by the time this airs,
2: I it think it'll probably it, it will be, be out. out. Yeah, yeah because it
0: comes out the 11th. Yeah, something like that. That's a couple yeah. of days. Confirmation. Yes, there we go. That's so exciting. Have you guys been
2: doing press and everything for that? Yeah, we just sort of started about a week ago, but it's okay. been really good. And people who've been seeing the movie have responded well. So that's, that's always great. a good thing.
0: Did you, have you seen the whole thing all the way through? I have, I have. How was that experience? Because I can imagine that it could go one of e- two ways where you're like, oh my God, this is awesome. I'm so proud of this. Or, oh no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it was fun for me. Especially because I feel like honor is sort of trickled throughout. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of scenes that I didn't get to be there for while they were filming. So when I was watching the movie, I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's like they're talking about me, right? (laughs) So I'm like, oh my gosh. But it's like it's feels. You just get all these feels and you're like... I love you guys. Oh, and it, like, and that had all this FOMO because I was like, oh, I missed out on all this fun that they had. Right. And, Cause how much shooting did you actually like how long? How much were like you on set? Nine site? days? Okay. Yeah. It was, it was fairly short. I mean, the whole movie was just, I mean, they just bam, 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 30 days or something out. like that. But yeah, so it was pretty, pretty short and kind of trickled throughout. But I think for me, watching the movie was really special because I feel like I could watch it as someone who worked on it, but also right. really as an audience member. Yeah, Because true. Honor is dead. Yeah. Spoiler and- alert, guys. <laughs> but you get that from the trailer. Right, right. And so because of that, I don't know. There was It was very emotional.
0: That's great. Because that's why I was trying to... We were talking to Megan a little bit about, like, who's the... This audience feels like it's for young women. It, like, that sweet millennial female demo that is, I think, really... Uh, in need of like a story about female friendship like this and like doesn't get it shown to them as frequently as you think they they would it feels very much like now and then that movie but like a newer version of it
2: right right we never really get something real and raw Mm -hmm. it's always about just relationships or boyfriends and girlfriends or you know I feel like there's so much more that happens in a teenage girl's life. Right, 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 And this movie really wrestles with that in a very relatable way. And even things with family or... Yeah. I don't know. I just love that a lot of times when you're young, you have broken friendships and you really don't know why. True. And this movie kind of touches on that in an interesting way where you see all the different perspectives and you see the different perspectives and you see... yeah. That's awesome.
0: I think that's great. Anything that handles female friendship in an authentic way, I am two thumbs up about. But speaking of teens, you're on Teen Wolf. Yes. Okay. (laughs) What is it like
2: playing a teen as an adult? Oh, man. So I think for me, that's always been so interesting. I'm in a really good place right now. Like right now, just this year, actually, I've been in this like, you know what, I'm not going to care about what people say. And I don't want to feel like judged or shamed. Like I've it's so funny. I've always grown up being that kid that was like, oh, I hope people like don't think I'm weird or like me. But now I'm like, dude, I'm weird and it's okay. And it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think the age thing has always been this thing where early on in my career, I think about like, maybe I I started pretty late. I started acting when I was in my twenties. And so I remember when I was about like 27, 28, I felt like I would hear from people being like, well, you've never really done anything. So you're kind of too old to like really break it, like break (laughs) out. You should kind of quit. Motivating. Yeah, no, but it was, it was what I was hearing over and over. And then, I actually was like, maybe I should. And then I was doing a lot of YouTube and I was doing music and Mm -hmm. I like sold my car, produced an album and then started doing shows. And then I was like, I'll just live like this. (laughs) And I like chopped off all my hair and was like, I'm done acting. And then booked Teen Wolf. Really? And I think it was because I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I just don't care anymore. I can't I can't do this. And when my agent had sent me that audition, I was like, I can't play a 16-year-old. I was like, I'm going to be 30 soon. And... Turns out you can. I did. Yeah. yeah. I, and so like that, and that happened so fast. Yeah. What was that process like? You know, I went in, I auditioned, and then I got a call back, and then I did a producer session, and then I did... It. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. so not glamorous. People <laughs> think it's so cool. And it's like, no, I basically drove there... Four or five times that week. Yeah. And did the dance. And did know. the song and dance and hope that they yeah. still liked you. Yeah. And it was, it's a whole process. And then and then all of a sudden they're like, all right, we'll start like next week. And I was like, what? Holy what? shit. <laughs> and and wow. so I was like, wait, but I have like shows planned and I have to like, I have like I have like th- do stuff. My, yeah. And my was like, no, 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 <laughs> no. No, you no. don't. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> you so you I was have like, an MTV
1: like, show now. Oh, yeah,
2: <laughs> okay. So that I literally like canceled everything. I wow. like put all my YouTube and music stuff on hold. And I was like, well, it's only like two or three episodes. I'll just do it after. Right. But then, like, two, three episodes became, like, the next week and the next week. And then all of a sudden, I did all the episodes in season three. And then they were like, we want you to be a series regular for season four. And we we kind of, like, kept going with the seasons, no break. And then all of a sudden, we're on to, like, season five. And then... I, I don't even think I realized it was happening. Yeah, time must feel like an illusion at that point. Yeah, because you're also like working such long days. And then right. I think I was still so green that I was like, I'm just so happy to be working right and I'm here. Right, right. And then, and then, yeah. And then, you know, towards the end of it, um, you know, then the show lived a life and it yeah. was good. It was great. It was a really wonderful experience. And then that ended. And I remember telling my agent, like, yeah, now I want to play something closer to my age, like 20s. <laughs> right. I was yeah, like, yeah. I think teenage is hard. Yeah, you know I mean, it's hard when to work with people that are ten years younger than you. That's, I love them, I really do. Yeah, but then sometimes you're like, I don't. It's relate. like a constant reminder that you're old. <laughs> yes, yes. It's like yes, a yes. constant reminder that you're like, yeah. Uh,
0: I I fully understand that, and as someone that works on YouTube, same thing is that you start to see this like new new (laughs) waves come in and it's all these freshmen and you feel like a super senior and you're like they're making slime and I just don't want to do that right. right. I guess I'll do it eventually but it's not as fulfilling as like doing something like home decor that I now care about as an adult but um I was gonna ask about the fans of Teen Wolf must be kind of bonkers because it seems like that whole fandom is very intense I mean
2: I feel like the fans is what really made our show. Yeah. Like, they they kept us going. Yeah. They gave us so much love and so much support. Like, we had this online fan base that was just, like, intense. And mm-hmm. I feel like they were our army. Really? Of like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you think about it, without fans, you have nothing. Right. Because, like, if no one's going to watch your stuff, they're not going to keep making it. Totally. And so, I love them. I always feel like they're, like, my, like, little kids or, like, my sisters and yeah. brothers. And, like, I love meeting them. It's so fun. But... Yeah, it's interesting because... The whole age thing is always crazy to them because right. they'll be like, "Can we get married?" And I'll be like, "I could be your mom." And they're like, "What?" <laughs> ah, and I like, just watch their crushing reality. Yeah, but then they're like, "But maybe in five years when I'm old enough." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. We'll we'll reconsider that. <laughs> yeah. We'll circle back in five <laughs> yeah. years. I'll we'll, set the timer. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it comes. <laughs> we'll see if you still like me. yeah, yeah, right. You'll probably like somebody younger, right? Uh, <laughs> but you, so you got into acting because you majored in psychology, right? Yes. Yeah, so I majored in psychology and it's kind of, I guess, weird because I was studying psych and I was, you know, in college, but I was, so I was a really big introvert growing up and we moved yeah. a lot. And so I always like felt awkward everywhere. Like I feel sure. awkward right now. Like, I don't know why I'm sitting here. Welcome like this. to like, the club. I'm so glad there's no camera because <laughs> I just, am like, I'm always like, damn. <laughs> and like, I always, it's even like my stylist is always like, why do you always not want to like, you always want to like wear black and not let people see you. Yeah. But You're like there for press. Like you kind of want to stand out sometimes. I'm like, I don't want people to look at me. (laughs) But it's this weird thing where, so I've always felt like that. It's it's just weird things. Like this probably something happened to me as a kid. I'm like damaged. (laughs) But so growing up, I always felt like, I don't want people to look at me, but I really love performing. Right. And I love acting, I love music but I always wanted to like be in the school play. Right. But I didn't want to audition. And then I didn't know what a monologue was. And this is like before <laughs> the internet times where you're like, what is a monologue? Yeah, you exactly. know, we didn't we can't just like type in the computer. Right. So I was like, I guess I can't audition because I don't know what a monologue is, and so then I never auditioned. But I always just like was like, oh, I want to do that. And then in college, I took an elective, uh-huh. like a theater class. Oh, that's cool. And it was really bad because I was so uncomfortable. Right. And people were doing all these crazy things, and I was like, oh my god, they're so weird. All just theater sit in the kids are very aggressive. Yeah, and they're very like open yeah. with everything. And I was like, there's a lot of
0: touching that happens. But and like, so I
2: was so uncomfortable. Yeah. And then I was like. I mean I wasn't like failing but I wasn't doing well right. and then like the professor was like you're like an onion that has never been peeled and I was like oh wow. okay yeah <laughs> what yeah does that mean? thank you, yeah, yeah. you know? yeah like saying like how people have are like layers like right. always sure. layers but it's like I'm an that... onion with like like you're bricks covered. around me yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah but it was interesting cuz like as a psych major you know I studied in a psych cuz I I love people and right. I'm interested it. in how people are and like I was really weird like I grew up in Amarillo Texas thinking I was white and then I found out one day I wasn't and I was like what (laughs) you know so like all my life has been so confusing and then I was like I don't like being Asian I'm like an alien because everywhere I go I'm the only Asian and so I think I've always had these like issues sure I always say I'm better now (laughs) but yeah so I think the whole acting thing was interesting because I thought I'd learn these things from psychology right but oddly enough acting was like this really interesting form of therapy Yeah. Because I I realized like how like repressed I was because, you know, Asians, it's like, oh, don't get too mad. Don't get mad. Always smile. Be nice. Don't be too loud. Don't be, don't be quiet. Also, you have to be heard, but not too loud because, you know, you have to be like polite. Right. And if someone makes you mad, like, it's okay. You just have to like bite (laughs) your tongue. (laughs) Internalize it. I think that's why people say Asians are like the model minority, but it's really because we're just told not to rock the boat. Sure. Which now I think is terrible. Right. Yeah. Like if I share stuff on social media, that's like something... Like sex trafficking. Sure. Like my mom will call me and be like, "Why did you post that?" Really? And I'll be like, "Mom, because there needs to be awareness." She goes, "Yeah, but that's not like good." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, it's not good." Yeah, but so it's we need and awareness. Need, yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, but it's like dirty, bad." And I'm like, yeah. oh, "Okay, so so it's like in her mind, it's like right. don't get involved." And I'm like, "But I should." And I realize it's this cultural distance thing where it's like, even with our families. You know, in the Asian culture, it's always, oh, no, no. You just pretend like everything's good, even if it's bad. Again, Never, ever be right. honest. That's
1: interesting. That's, and that's yeah, also, I can relate to that. <laughs> but
2: that's it, but but also really a Southern hard. thing, too. And so I think it's a mixture. It's like do- I get double because yeah, I'm yeah. from Texas exactly. and that. Uh-huh. Were your parents so,
1: religious as well?
2: And Christian. Yeah, and think, that'll oh, do it. Because yes. I grew
1: up Catholic yeah. and I had a similar yeah, situation. Triple threat. Jeez. Yeah.
2: So yeah. it's hard because I always find like now that I'm really like, what does it mean to be a woman in this in- industry or a person mm-hmm. of color or all these things? I realize that there have been so many situations in my career where I didn't stand up for myself sure. or I didn't fight because I've been taught not to. Right. And how do you change that after 30 some years? Right, right, right. You know, like if I experience sexual harassment, which I always have, I've always been like, I don't shit where I eat. So good luck, dude. <laughs> but then as if I think about it I'm like, why did I even let him say that? Yeah. I should be like, Don't say that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But
0: I do think that there's, it's a time now where it's good for you to be speaking up, having a platform and it feels like more voices are speaking up now and it's becoming less of a stigma and less of a thing of feeling insecure about burning bridges or about not being, you know, invited to the party next time or whatever it might be. I think it's amazing what you're doing. Do you feel any sense of pressure representing the Asian community in the entertainment industry?
2: totally. Yeah, like I, I feel like there's a lot of projects that I have to say no to even if maybe as an artist I think it's cool. Right. Because I feel like if over like I'm always thinking how will this you know help the movement? Sure. Because in the end everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, it's so much better for Asian Americans." And I'm like, "Um, actually it's not." Yeah. And 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 it's tough because I feel like I burst bubbles sometimes and I don't mean to. I'm just being realistic. We've got like two Asian families on TV, maybe three, but that's just one type of Amer- Asian American family, right? Like right. It right. doesn't even make me feel like it's relatable at all to mine, and I feel like until Asian Americans are normalized and just normal people, like normal right. teenagers, you like know, we experience scene, like heartbreaking. we want a job and we're broke the same way as everybody else is, right? But people love to just always make it about being an Asian American person, and so I think and I always sort feel of like that an
1: other making you the other. Yeah, yeah. As opposed yeah. to, this is just another aspect I'm a of human. American culture. Right, yeah.
2: yeah. And so sometimes I'm like, yeah, I feel like I always, I have this talk with some of my other friends and like, you know, I'll joke with like my white actor friends be like, if I was white, I would have said yes to like 15 projects that I said no to the other <laughs> year. Just because it's like, I don't know, sometimes I'm like, I think it'd be fun to do something kind of wild like that, but it's hard because with Asians, it's like, you want to avoid things where you're the joke or you want to avoid things right. where you're like, too sexy or overly sexualized or, Mm -hmm. you know, like you're dating like a really old guy just because Asians are always kind of used as an accessory in that way. And so I think for me, I'm always in this battle of, you know, I might mess up my career and I might miss a big opportunity, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, do I want to, I guess, take it, I don't know. It's it's weird because you have to it, have your values. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It must be just like a delicate balance of like where your values lie on seeing what the end project will look like and how it will affect people that look up to you versus like. That'd be fun, totally. But is it going to set the stigma or stereotype back at my expense? Does that, yeah.
1: Does that ever get overwhelming? Because I mean, it's it's like hard oh, enough totally. to like.
0: Welcome
2: to your and- therapy session, by the way. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'm like, thank you, thank you. I'm like, you understand I mean, how it's, hard it is. the trying I mean,
1: it is difficult. To it's work. difficult to be right. in the entertainment industry in oh, the first place, yes. and now when you have this additional pressure, we feel like, am I am I accurately representing?
0: Yeah. The is there
2: a, a part
0: culture? or a role or a, a story that you? I have like a dream part that you would want to play that you think would be like, this would be the pinnacle career moment.
2: Yeah, honestly, it's so funny because the more I think about it, like I've always just wanted to be like Olivia Benson on Law Order SVU. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where it's just, nice. She's just like the most badass woman and <laughs> totally. goes through everything, Helen and back and just she's just so dope. Yeah. But also like as an Asian American, I'm like, I have to be like, like there, it's just got to be like Jess from The New Girl.
0: You know what I mean? It's got to be
2: something so, like, it has nothing to do with you necessarily being, like... Like, you know, I used to be like, oh, I want to be, like, a kick-ass superhero. I want to be, like, a ninja or an assassin. But then it's like, wait, that's also kind of Asian. (laughs) But I still want to do those things. (laughs) Like, don't get me wrong. But I feel like if I were to actually make a difference, it has to be something very normalized. Sure. Where it's just, like, normal. But then it's funny because, you know, people forget that you just got to work sometimes. Like, I have a friend who always does really stereotypical stuff like all these accents and weird things and they like want to kill themselves after every job Ugh. but they got bills to pay yeah exactly They literally are struggling starving actor and so they're like I can't say no yeah and I'm like look I get it I, I totally do like because if you're going to say no, someone else is going to do it. Right. No, we just had Jimmy O. Yang on um, a couple weeks ago and he had
0: the same thing. He's like, I get <sighs> people coming up being like, you're so funny. And then I get people coming up being like, why are you doing an accent? Yeah. And it's this struggle that he's like, I don't I it's yeah. not my show. I don't have full creative control. Right. right. So you have to walk this delicate line of right. trying to stand up for yourself, but also to do what your job is. Well,
2: it's hard because people don't get it. Like, look, if I'm playing a character who literally lives in China or lives in Korea. Yeah. But comes to America like yesterday or even two years ago, I should have an accent. Sure. So I will do it because it's accurate. Right. Now, if that accent is just there, just merely to make fun of, mm-hmm. then it's a whole nother story. And right. so I feel like people also misunderstand that. Yeah. Where it's like, you don't necessarily, you know, have to. Like there was there was this job once where I was coming in to play this like an incredible like scientist doctor and she is trilingual. She speaks French um, an Asian language and English. Whoa. And she's supposed to be brilliant, like incredibly brilliant. And I did it. And then they were like, okay, can you do it again now with an accent? And I was like, well, what kind of accent? And they were like, you know, an Asian accent. And I was like, but she speaks French. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, but she's Asian. And I'm like, okay, so I just did it like normal. Yeah. And then they're like, no, 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 you know, again. And I was like, well, I'm bilingual. Right. Like 100%. Yeah. And I don't have an accent speaking either languages. And I would assume if I was trilingual, I wouldn't. Right. Yeah, my agent called me that day and was like, <clears throat> what happened? I like, oh, man. Uh, that casting office probably won't see me again, but, you know. But you had to stand up for yourself at yeah, certain that's times. that's like the only time I, like, did it. Mm-hmm. Well, that and this one other time. But...
0: <laughs> You're <laughs> like, and then there's this other time. Also this morning. No, no, that was like another time
2: where it was like, they were like, you know, it was like so like a sexualized thing. And I was like, yeah. no, I don't want to do that. Ugh. Oh, no. I like, I
0: feel weird. I feel dirty.
2: You Anytime know? I
0: get a, <gasps> an audition for anything that's like sexy wife of blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I just don't. I won. I'm going to be uncomfortable. So it's yeah. not even going to go to me because I'm not going to be doing yeah. it the way they want it to be done. And two, it's just like not a fun thing that I want to play.
2: Well, and it's hard because it's like, I feel like you just have to fight for who you are because in the mm-hmm. end, it's like. I always tell my agent, like he doesn't, he just doesn't do it anymore because I've been in enough of those rooms where I'm looking around and I'm like, oh my gosh, she just walks in and she like exudes sex. Right. Like, exactly. Some people just like everything, like they're beautiful, like boobs, everything like, ah. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm wearing a dress too, but I look like a 12 year old boy. So I'm like, yeah, oh, I don't y- feel
0: sexy. I've gone in in like actual a uh, sweatshirt and I walk yeah. in and everyone's in high heels and I'm like, yeah well this one's not gonna go so and then and it
2: finally got to a point where there's this one show that I kept getting called in for it was like maybe three or four times and I Mm -hmm. keep going to producers for it and then finally my agent was like I think your boobs aren't big enough (laughs) and I was like that's hilarious but also thank you for finally understanding what I've been trying to tell you for years and years and years like if I read the script and I know what they're looking for and it's just not me and no push-up bras and socks will just do it. It's like there are other girls to do. And that's a waste of time because some of those girls, no matter how tight of normal or sports bra or tape it down you do, they can't look like the girl next door. Sure. Totally. Like it makes total sense. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about
0: your amazing dog.
2: Oh, Chewy. Chewy
0: is so adorable. Also, Chewy, amazing Instagram.
2: <laughs> do you run Chewy's Instagram? I do. It's funny because <laughs> that whole pressure thing. So about a, about two years ago, uh-huh. actually right around the time of like, you know, like Teen Wolf, like kind of coming towards the end. You know, I'm not always working as much. So, you know, you were like unemployed. You start posting pictures of your dog. right? And you're right, spending right. more time with your dog. And then I started getting these comments like, I'm gonna unfollow you. I don't follow you because <laughs> of your dog. Like post pictures of oh yourself. My God. Like age your dog. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> fine, unfollow me. Yeah. But then I started feeling like I see would see stuff like I'm scared of dogs. And I was like, You're scared of Chewie? She's like a teddy bear. You're scared yeah, of teddy bears? Chewy
0: literally looks like someone <laughs> so, but put then a spell was, on a teddy but bear. But then I
2: felt like, okay, fine. But I used to refuse to be one of those dog ladies or those dog moms. <laughs> I refused. <laughs> And then it just happened. And then it just happened. Yeah. And it then happens. it just happened. And I was like, I am like that crazy mom with the baby that takes a hundred angles of her baby and they all look the same or the baby in the different clothes. But. Chewy is yep. a star. And Thank you. Honestly, she is.
0: takes amazing photos.
2: How do you go about captioning them? Do you caption them as Chewy? Oh, OK. So I've always had this running joke. I mean all my friends know it. Yeah. I'm Chewy Slave. Okay. <laughs> She's very very high maintenance because when I got Chewy, she was like a thrown away runt. She oh, really? was very very sick and they were going to put her down.
0: So oh, no. this breeder,
2: I guess, had like dropped her off at this like vet okay. slash kind of pet supply place and was like it's the run of the litter and then they can't do anything with her and then they sure. don't want to spend the money. And right. so I was like, well, can I have her? She's really cute. Yeah. And then my mom was like, oh yeah, it so my mom grew up with dogs and you know, in Asia, their dogs just ate whatever the heck you ate and ate whatever. Sure. Like they literally <laughs> ate rice. They ate like spicy food. They yeah. ate all sorts of fried foods. They ate all. And my mom's dog lived 17 years. Wow. So anyways, my mom was like, oh, well, I mean, if the dog doesn't eat anything, just try giving it like mashed sweet potatoes and I was like what she's like yeah you know stomach problems sweet potatoes I was like okay and she wouldn't eat so I would literally I just started baking sweet potatoes and I would like mash them up and I would like spoon feed her sweet potatoes so she ate sweet potatoes for like a week and a half and then she stopped having like diarrhea and she was like actually like she was the size of like my hand really like a hamster and then she started growing and I was like oh my gosh, she's, like, surviving. I'm doing this. Yeah, and she was always really sad, and she never moved around much. Aww. But then she started getting really active, and then she just... And then they started mixing in with, like, chicken and, like, some vegetables and rice, and then, you know, eventually, like, meat, and then eventually with, like, dog food. Yeah. And I've tried all sorts of dog foods, but... She obviously was like really picky. <laughs> and, but you you nurtured her into yeah. a real dog. No, and now she's like seriously like a boss bitch. Really? And then <laughs> it's crazy. What like have you
0: made. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So she would sit, she would be on set with me all the time. She'd uh-huh. like sit in my set chair and then she would just like look. And if she can't see me, she would just be like so they'd Aww. always, like, make sure she's somewhere where she can see me. <laughs> That's so funny. We got to so, get chewy eyesight. No, seriously. Yeah, yeah. And then, but she never barked. So I always thought she was mute, too. Oh, really? Yeah, she, she never barked Just she about, like, three. Wow. So interesting. Wow. But I was always like, maybe she's really, like, dumb. But now I think people are like convinced she's really smart, yeah, because she refuses to eat unless it's something really good. Oh, so she's picky. Yeah. She's got fine taste now. No, and now she's huge. She's like sixteen pounds. She's so healthy. <laughs> when I take her to the vet, they're like she's very muscular. And I'm like, yeah, we we walk we walk like four or five miles a day, and we go hiking every weekend. Like wow. she lives the life. Yeah, and then like. You know, she goes on play dates with these dogs and she just like owns every dog. Like, even big dogs. They'll wow. be like, hey. but she like, she loves playing chase. And yeah, my friend yeah. has a pit bull and, you know, got a Shiba Inu. And so they, she loves playing. But yeah, she's a star and she I'm just so her sweet. slave. <laughs> <laughs> and it sucks. Cause it's not like kids. It's not like she's going to grow up and take care of me one day. Right, right, right. Yeah. You you know? Know. You're going to be doing this her whole life. I know. <laughs> well,
1: at least you know your place. Yeah. I know, I know.
2: I know. How I know. old is she? she's five she's five
0: yeah. oh, so she's a grown woman right now i know yeah. i know
2: and she's she's oh
0: i mean speaking of instagram so your instagram is fantastic oh, thank how you. do you curate this this is something i ask megan ranks every time she's oh. here i'm like give me okay. your tips
2: her instagram is perfect it's beautiful but she like she like really works yeah she, she like she has it. like a calendar and stuff that's like <laughs> <Really>? serious <laughs> no um, i just do this thing where like I only wear makeup and do my hair if Mm -hmm. I have to, like, do work things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I live in sweats. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll do these things where, like, we just got to take a lot of photos on those days that there's makeup on my face. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, you know, every once in a while there's, like, a, you know, whatever. But it's funny because I'm always going through these these waves of, I want to start posting, like, anything. But then you feel pressure. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I I
0: can't post my dog, you know? Your Instagram is so, like beautiful and like a pinterest board that i imagine that if you were like i'm just gonna throw up a selfie with no makeup on that people would be like
2: are you okay what's going on well yeah so like i feel like a lot of pressure so sure. sometimes i won't post for like a week and then i'll get these messages my mom will call me are you okay and i'm like no i'm still alive everything's fine i just i really don't have anything to post i just don't have i have a creative block right now yeah, i yeah. haven't worn makeup but I feel like I'm going through these waves. Like I think it helped, like when I just recently went to Mexico, and that helped because, like, yeah, my those friend's photos a photographer. Beautiful. No, but you know what? It's her. She's so good. Yeah. It's it's like she shoots all natural lighting. She mm. doesn't like Photoshop. She just everything about her. She like is lying in the sand to you make me shot. look tall <laughs> because I'm so short. But she's. I'm like, I love you. Can every photographer just understand a woman's body? Because we don't look good from every angle. No one looks good from every angle. Of course not. But her, she'll be like, she'll be like laying in the sand and then she'll be like, okay, turn a little bit this way. Okay, it's perfect, perfect, perfect. And then it's like, don't breathe, don't breathe. And then snap, 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 done. And I'm like, I love you. And I, like look at oh. the photos. I'm like, oh, my God. That was, that was so pretty. <laughs> <crazy." laughs> and so... I got to get friends like that. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, I think that helps
0: if you have a photographer it's, friend. It's a photographer. Yeah. It's a photographer. I got to put an ad out and get it No, going. you look great. Your oh, photos are great, too. God bless. God I, bless. I feel like... when
2: you're tall. You're tall. I am you know,
0: tall. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. But people don't... I don't take a lot of, like, standing photos with what? comparisons to, like, people. So oh. people are always, like you know in youtube videos and stuff i'm sitting for the oh, most part yeah, yeah, yeah. and so when people meet me they're like whoa you are way taller than i assumed you were especially
1: like formal events when you're wearing heels yeah like, wow tall hell big yes. yeah
0: the <laughs> amazon girl walking through um okay we have a ton of really cool twitter questions okay. for you but we're gonna take a quick break okay cool um people are have a lot of curiosities oh, about the world and life that is an art and show so we'll be right back with more right after this sounds good
1: no. deep.
0: Today's episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by Epic Reads and Invisible Ghosts. Invisible Ghosts is a heartfelt, sharply funny new novel by Robin Schneider, the author of The Beginning of Everything. It's a boy meets girl story with a major twist. Boy also meets girl's ghost brother. Rose and her brother Logan are pretty much inseparable. The only catch is that Logan died years ago in a tragic accident and Rose is the only one who can see his ghost, or so she thinks. Staying close to her brother has has meant distracting herself from everyone else, but when a childhood friend moves back to town and sparks begin to fly, Rose finds it's becoming harder to choose between the boy who makes her feel alive and the brother she isn't ready to lose. Invisible Ghost has everything you need in a perfect summer read, swoony romance, hilarious banter, and some tear-jerkingly honest moments of truth. It's a can't-miss contemporary romance perfect for fans of John Green and Nicola Yoon. Invisible Ghost is available now wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Okay, we're back with Arden Cho. Yay! Yay. Um, We're going to get into Twitter questions. But before we do, I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every single guest that's on the podcast. And the first is, who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold
2: spaghetti at? Cold spaghetti at? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so sounds terrible (laughs) it could be or it could be be great or it could be delightful oh like if I hate them yeah (laughs) (laughs) I just I don't know why automatically I just thought of cold spaghetti being thrown at my face and just how disgusting that would be (laughs) gosh
0: I guess it depends who's throwing it though but who would you want to throw spaghetti at
2: I would want to throw spaghetti at a lot of girls that were really mean to me in high school
1: (laughs) Good answer.
2: Totally like, fair. I don't know where they are now. I don't even remember some of the names, but I would definitely want to throw just a <laughs> lots of spaghetti at their face. <laughs> and I hope they're wearing white. There you go. Totally fair. <laughs> and also, like,
0: you know, sets a point, but isn't that violent? So it's uh, no one yeah. really... It It just hurt. Yeah, it's more of an emotional attack. That is the
2: funniest question I've ever, I've literally never Uh, even heard that question. It's
0: something you, and your answer will fluctuate, you know, depending on where you are in your life and how (laughs) your emotional relationships have been with people, which is always fun to hear where people are. Um, The second question I ask every single guest is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or close call, but you can only use three words or three small phrases. So mine is college, jogging, front lawn. Yeah and it can be a close call it can be oh, I can't even are you one of those that doesn't have a story cheerleading high school practice okay that yeah that counts that counts. Okay, okay, okay. that counts that paints a picture but no follow up questions <laughs> okay okay cheerleading is a dangerous sport it's yeah. a cautionary tale oh yeah i've broken a lot of things <laughs> okay let's get into these twitter questions they're really fun and we got so many of them um, okay. Someone wants to know what's your best memory from the Teen Wolf set?
2: I think my best memory definitely has to be just working as Kira. Being Kira. I think I loved that she was so strong in all the action. I missed having, I mean, kind of miss having powers. Yeah. Be, <laughs> I miss being kind of badass. Yeah. Like it's, it's fun to sort of, play that and then sometimes you're like man I really wish I could touch light bulbs and make electricity pop or like I really wish I could do these things I miss stuff like that that was really fun whenever we would do things where they have like gimmicks yeah yeah because then you're like I'm so powerful I can do this I'm so strong (laughs) and you're like lights (gasps) that's cool then it's not real
0: were there any um like dangerous stunts or anything that went
2: wrong on set um for me nothing too dangerous I mean I did uh, I have like two herniated discs from some, <laughs> some stuff but it's not that bad I mean like we don't really I don't really know what it's I think it's from some whiplash stuff that we had of sure. like getting banged into brick walls but I mean I was wearing like a turtle back right but also I grew up very like rough around the edges like my dad's sure. a grandmaster so he grew up making a spar all the time really so I like fighting and I like action that's one of the reasons they gave Kira a lot of stuff is because I liked doing it, and, and I you could know do it? it. Yeah, yeah. Because initially, I don't think that was the intent for her character. That's Cause it's funny because awesome people though. go, "Oh, well, it's like stereotypical because she fights." And I was like, "Well, I don't actually think she was supposed to from the beginning. It's oh, just okay, something they kind of started writing in more for her because I could do those things. That's so cool. And so, yeah, I think the only things was yeah, some slamming, and I think I like jumped off this thing once, but nothing too crazy. Just a normal
0: day at the office. Yeah, just
2: jumping off trucks <laughs> and you know fighting like. You know, seven-foot-tall berserkers. Nothing nothing too crazy. Nothing out of the
0: ordinary. Yeah. Uh, so I want to know, <laughs> which of your most recent projects was the most fun? And finally, if you could play any character in a live-action Disney remake film, who would you play?
2: Ugh. Are you Man. a Disney fan? Yes. Okay. But it's hard. It just depends on, like, the month and the time of day. Like, sure. sometimes I'm like, I have to be Ariel. <laughs> but then I'm like, damn, I don't have red hair. And then I'm like, I really want to be Belle. Wait, do I have to be white? No, I think that's the I'm more like, interesting thing. No, right, right. So I think my favorites were always Ariel
0: and Belle. Really? Yeah. Did you see the Emma Watson? Yes. Belle? See, I haven't seen it. <gasps> well, I we,
2: love her the I, whole time. Fantastic. I was like, oh, it's so pretty. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, ah, oh, he's so pretty. Oh, that's and then like, yeah, but I mean, I think I would still like love to be like jasmine or like mulan only because when you're little like that's what you think you can be right <laughs> that's your comparison they're like, yeah We're kind of similar color tones like i'm definitely not the same as jasmine but growing up i dressed up as her for like halloween sometimes right, because right. i thought i was the same oh that's fun i was like she kind of looks like me and no? i think you could be ariel easily yes i really want i'm, I'm gonna put that on the aerial. universe
0: yeah <laughs> manifest yeah. it seriously um they also want to what uh which of your most recent projects was the most fun
2: oh i think well, also, probably because it's fresh and because it's different. I really love Chicago Med. Yeah, this I, feels very
0: different than everything yeah, else you've been doing. It's
2: my first time getting to play someone who's like bad, going to parties, being wild, like stealing yeah. drugs and like lying. I lie a lot. Yeah. And yeah. it's really fun. To it must do feel that. like a
0: different muscle that gets a nice workout. Well,
2: it's weird because like my brother on the show, my gosh, when he scolds me after every take, I'm like, Really bad. <laughs> made me feel bad about myself, and I'm like, "Do I do that to my little brother?" Because I was like that—that that older sister. Right. So I literally had lunch with my brother the other day, and I was like, "Hey, am I really hard on you?" <laughs> I was like I don't mean to like make you feel like shit It's just because I care about you I don't yeah, want you to yeah. like mess up And he goes no man you're pretty cool I was like okay good good Because in my mind I was like yeah. Man I feel really bad like, And they're... now you're reflecting on everything you've ever said yeah. to you. and like it's funny too because like next week's episode Like I really mess up And yeah. that when we were shooting that episode Like the whole week I was like I feel like fuck up <laughs> Like, <laughs> like, that's how how you know about the decisions i've made in my life like, that's I, how you know
0: you're doing a great job at acting uh, when you believe it yourself no, like I, I did
2: bad things yeah but it was brian like brian is great yeah he's, like, such a good brother and like it's so funny i always say like he's like one of my favorite people to work with he's just so nice and he has a super hot wife and like a really cute <laughs> kid and i'm like it's really nice when you see a guy who's like really talented but also yeah. super respectful and oh, also he, really like Yeah, kind of good to his wife and good to everybody. He's a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. They're rare. But when you see one.
0: Well, and hopefully they're not rare. Hopefully Hopefully, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Hopefully they start showing up more often. Yeah, so that's been
2: fun. What's the hardest thing to shoot on that show? Um, honestly, I'm like, it's a breeze. No, no. I mean, it's been really, really easy and fun for me because I get to like kind of hop in and out. I think. I know as like a viewer and like being on set and any days that we're kind of pushed behind, it's if they have like big surgeries. Right. Because they have real doctors on set and they're really doing their best to make it as accurate and legit as possible. And so it's really interesting. Yeah. We we always have like doctors and surgeons on set, um, nurses and everything. And so it's definitely a huge process. So I feel like for the doctors, that's crazy. Yeah. That must be so intense. Yeah.
0: Do you get queasy around that kind of stuff? Yes, I think it's disgusting. <laughs> and and I'm so I sounds like, like um, I could never do a show gonna like that. I'm going to go
2: throw up and I am probably can't eat today. <laughs> yeah. So thanks. And they're like, <laughs> look at these intestines. And they're like, oh my <laughs> gosh, look at this heart. It's pumping. And I'm uh, like, it's pumping. It's real. Uh, but it looks so real. It's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't do uh, that. I mean, I love when they show me the props where like the knife you like cut it and you squeeze this and blood goozes. Uh, and I'm like, <laughs> he's <not moving. laughs> i think you really
0: couldn't oh I yeah might. that would freak me out i couldn't yeah. do it that would be a little too much um okay so wants to know if you could spend a night with one person alive or dead who would it be
2: these questions are always so hard for me
0: i know they're very vague and i'm sure this is one of those i feel like like spaghetti changes depending uh, on your mood
2: yeah.
0: or let's say this if there's an actor that you haven't worked with yet. That's like on your bucket list to be in. Something oh my gosh! With. Yeah,
2: I just want to like. I feel like I'm not even like good enough to like hang out with her, <laughs> or like be in anything with her. Who? I, I like I like love Natalie Portman. She that. Yeah, she's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that's a good answer. Or like <laughs> yeah. Nicole Kidman. Oh my gosh. Also, but a good it's answer. like yeah, like these are people that I'm like I'm not even good enough to work with of you. But I, I just want to have like lunch with you. But I then just, I feel like I'll be really weird. I would just be
0: staring at Nicole Kidman's face, being like, "How is it real?" Why doesn't it move? Where did you so come from? Pretty. Yeah. What can, oh my
2: gosh. And in, in Big Little Lies. I still haven't. I watched like <gasps> part of the Please first watch episode. It. I know. No!
0: This is the thing everyone's been telling me. You can me. watch it all in one day. I know. I, that's the thing. I know it's going to be one of those shows yeah. where I burn a whole day just, you know, obsessed with it. Have you watched it, yet? so good. I,
1: I read the book. And okay. Then, and uh, she's
0: so good. When I watched it.
1: the first episode, I was like, I don't, I don't It felt very different than the book. The book I thought mm. was really funny.
2: Okay. Oh, oh and this, this is, is way funny. darker, and right? It was darker Dark. and like yeah.
1: d- much more dry. And I was like, oh. eh, I'll pick up this, this up later. And I just haven't gotten back yeah. to it yet. Yeah. But I, because I heard how great it is. Yeah. It's just different. And I wasn't ready for the different. So I'm, I will watch it, but I just haven't caught up to it yet.
2: Yeah. It's also one of those shows where you've like, you've got to get the like wheels going. You got to get like, the momentum. The mo- yeah. I don't think. By the first, you're not like hooked.
0: I think that's what happened. I watched part of the first episode yeah. and I just had to like go do something, and so my I wasn't hooked enough to be like, can't wait to go back and yeah. finish yeah. it.
1: But it's one of those shows that I'm. I keep hearing that it's like it's worth the investment.
0: Totally. Mm-hmm. Well, on the to-do yeah. list it goes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Someone says I have a very scandalous question, oh, no. um, but I will skip them in favor of how sweet is Chewy Cho? <laughs> Oh, that's
2: very nice yeah. and interesting. <laughs> huh? My fans are so nice. They're, they're really so sweet, really nice. Like sometimes I have a friend who's like on YouTube and will be like, you're not growing because you don't have haters. And I'm like, it's OK. I don't want to grow. I just want to <laughs> stay with my really nice fans because I love them. I love them. I appreciate them. And they're great. But so yeah, what we Cho is very sweet.
0: <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask you about the experience doing YouTube videos versus being on set. How has that been for you? And do you are you still making YouTube videos and that sort of content? So
2: I have gone through waves. I think when I started Teen Wolf, I just stopped because I just was super overwhelmed. I had never been on set every week or every day. So there was like a whole new world for me. Sure. And then when Teen Wolf ended, I really wanted to create again. And so I wanted to do YouTube, but then it's also very hard and very expensive. Like every video costs a lot of money. Like this last year I did about like a hundred videos and I spent a lot of money because you know, you got to like pay for someone to film it and you have to pay to like edit it or someone's right. gonna help you with some graphics or like, I don't know. I guess I'm also not about like free work. I like sure. it when like people get paid for what they do. And so, you know, I put, you know, a lot of money into it, but then I make like no money on YouTube. <laughs> right. So you're <laughs> like, like, where's the well, dividends like, here? It's funny because it's like you have half a million subscribers, but it's technically a dead channel. So then, yeah. you know, I will, you know, on covers, I might get like 300,000, half a million views, but like I'm not with any of like the MCNs or whatever. Cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I kind of, yeah. like, missed that. I, like, didn't really jump on that which, ship.
0: Yeah, which is also kind of fading anyway. Yeah. I feel like the whole system is changing and maneuvering and right. pivoting. And, like, and I just
2: didn't think it seemed super beneficial because I was like, why should I give you so much of Exactly. What are you doing for me? But what are you going to do Especially when me?
1: there's so little money to be made on YouTube right now. Right. I'm like, I'm so making a penny.
2: You want yeah. half a penny? Should I cut it in half for yeah. you? Right. like, yeah. what do you want? <laughs> so, I think I just have always been like, for me, YouTube... Is like, it's so interesting. It's like, I always try to tell myself, this is my like creative playground. This is where yeah. I can talk about things I want to talk about. Or this is where I can like share songs I like mm-hmm. or just have fun. And then there's no pressure, no rules. Right. But it's tough because I always feel this pressure of, okay, I can't just like take a video with my iMac anymore. It's got to be like something fancy. Oh, it's And like I feel this pressure. Yeah. And then, you know, acting is... I love because it's such a big collaborative effort when you've got 150 plus people working on one thing together Mm -hmm. and all I have to do is show up and know my lines yeah but if I'm producing a music video for YouTube it's like I've got to like book the engineer I got to book the sound studio I've got to like you know record this I got to make sure like the videographer is available I gotta right figure out what to wear I gotta like yeah I'm like,
1: you're producing your own video. And
2: I can't do that. Right? <laughs> I can't do that. I can barely remember to like do my laundry. Yeah, like, yeah. I just, it's, so I think it really stresses me out. And I get a lot of anxiety. So then after this last year, I was like, I need a
0: break. Yeah. Can't then, do it. But that's a good thing about YouTube is that it affords you the opportunity to take a break and it'll always be there. And it should and be it's something. hard
2: because it's like, just to get back to my normal views, it yeah. took about a year and then I stopped. Yeah, no, so like, I'm I you. think if I would have like kept going, I could have maybe started making a little bit of money, at least sure. to cover some costs.
0: Sure, sure. But
2: eventually it's just a really expensive hobby. It's yeah. And maintaining like
0: consistency, which I have been very flip floppy about l- recently is just tough because that is I mean, there is a formula that you can figure out. Consistency over time will have some sort of success outcome, but it's just like, really self-motivating for that consistency is so tough sometimes it's no that
2: self-motivation I totally agree because there are days where I'm like I'm gonna record this vlog I have this great idea right and then I set up the lights and then I'm like oh my hair looks weird oh I 100%. can't know what to wear. and then it's like mm. and then you just oh. talk yourself out of it yeah exactly then I, I do that. go eat pizza instead yeah I
0: could watch tv that's an easier activity
2: mm-hmm.
0: um are you working on any more music
2: Oh, uh, nothing original. I've okay. also been uninspired to write. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm like, I think I, I don't know. I just, but you've been super busy in so many different avenues. And I'm sure your brain is like, we just want to rest for yeah, a, second. a little tired. Yeah. So but music wise, I've actually been kind of literally just this week, been like, I want to record some more covers. So I've been kind of like thinking. That's cool. Nothing really in the works. How do you combat like creative blocks is there stuff that you do do you travel do you I think for me I always say when I feel like I'm creative I have to find ways to like have like a little joy or happiness but I think it gets really hard and this is something that I've been battling you know in the last couple years which is like what do you do right I, I almost don't know how to like have fun because then when I'm working it's like 17 Arden. hour days. Work, 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 no, 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 seriously. Well it's hard because like I don't really like clubbing. It's really like hot right. and there's a lot of people. And no, then you have I'm to a, like not a club. You know, person. and then I don't really like I mean like the girls come over and we drink and that's fine. You yeah. know, we just chill. But then it's hard because then it's like and I like massages but you can only get so many massages and then <laughs> you know and then I don't know what else is there. It's so I feel like yeah. I've been in this place where I'm like, I don't know what to do anymore it's like i don't like shopping i don't like the stuff that people think girls should like i don't like doing makeup or hair i don't like i don't know like some girls do that they like get together and want to do makeup parties
1: are you an introvert or an extrovert yeah
2: Yeah. so then when i'm by myself but if i'm by myself too long i'm like what am i doing with my life
0: oh i have to work you're speaking my language right now exactly i'm very much an introvert and i I mean like i can be social and be on set and do things yeah but then you reach like a point where your batteries are so low that and you, you gotta need to... be in silence and solitude for two days right and then yep. i ju- but then i also just am so easy it's so easy for me to isolate and then i get into that point where i'm like hell big you gotta go out into society because you're gonna go crazy up here by oh, yourself yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: no totally it's crazy because then it's like people will be like oh my gosh you're back in town let's eat and then i'm like i look at my phone and i'm like i ordered postmates two times every day the last two days and I didn't tell anybody <laughs> like you know it's like, it's like yeah but I don't want to tell people I'm here because I'm like tired. Yeah, because I but don't. But then I'm not tired. But then I'm like sad because I'm like, oh, but I feel lonely now.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's just really
2: weird, weird. I'm sure we can you can all, relate. We can all relate totally. to that.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. a total pendulum swing because yeah. you're like, I know I want to be by myself. So I don't want to say yes to these plans. But then when the plans are happening, you're like, I feel like I should be out there. Now I feel bad being by myself. So it's just yeah. a constant dialogue with yourself. Totally.
1: I, I can relate. I- also can relate to you because I'm not like I don't like going to clubs or anything mm-hmm. like that but I went to a friend's a friend just had a, a board game party
2: I oh, love fun. those that so there you fun. go so I invite people over to play mafia have you played mafia oh, yeah, that's I've never great. I that's know really they, fun oh my gosh I've, never I've played. like cried <laughs> my neighbors almost called the cops because they thought that I was having like domestic violence in my house <laughs> What? Because, no so like we were one night playing mafia from uh-huh don't judge us, from like 10 o'clock till 4 a.m. Oh my and goodness. And at 4 a.m., I'm screaming like, I'm not mad! I'm choosing <laughs> that I'm, I swear, I swear! And I'm like screaming and screaming and I forgot that it's 4 a.m. And I'm like, literally... At this point, on my knees pleading. Oh my god. I'm not the mafia. I was totally the mafia. So much fun. <laughs> but like it's an acting exercise. Oh gosh, it's so much fun. So then, but then now I have friends that are like, we don't want to play mafia with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you l- took oh it no. too far. Oh <laughs> too far. You're
0: really good at it. No,
2: but no, it's it's fun. I have like a few friends who when we play, it gets oh. that's super fun. We actually did that like about I don't know, maybe like two months ago. That's, That's awesome.
0: <laughs> um, someone wants to know. I know that Hawaii has a special place in her heart. Yes. and It's probably her favorite vacation spot. But is there another place that she loves just as much?
2: Ooh, yeah, I love Hawaii because I'm a creature of habit, and I feel like I know exactly what foods I like there. I yeah. know where I like to go, Plus and it's I always just feel so safe. relaxing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I also really loved. Um, I really loved Langkawi. Where's that? It's in Malaysia. Okay. And it was just, it was like a deserted island. It was beautiful and it was just so calm. That's awesome. And I loved like Bali because it was like also the same. I just surfed. I hung out with like Indonesians every day and we just went surfing. So That's I feel so like fun. I like vacation spots where there's like no people that and no partying. Up. That adds up. I just want to like <laughs> be in the water. I want to like snorkel. I want to yeah. surf. And then I want to like eat good food and drink at night that and sounds like repeat. a good vacation yeah yeah that sounds great but repeat. it's like it's hard because it's like a lot of my friends are like oh my god we gotta go to like this party we to do this or yeah. like we've got to go to the city we've got to go do all this tourist stuff so like i recently found out that like i really don't like doing the sightseeing stuff i'm like well i've seen pictures and i've read it in books and that's totally. cool it looks way better in the picture yeah. so <laughs> i'm like uh-huh. it's cool I saw it. Like, yeah. I've been to Paris a couple times, but I've, like, never actually, like, been in the Eiffel Tower. I've never done that stuff. Right. But I feel like I love the city. Yeah. But I don't think I have to, like, stand in line for seven hours and go up there to say that I did it. No, I'm not a
0: sightseeing person okay. when I travel. I'm, like, let's find a great restaurant to go to. Yeah. I want a delicious dinner. I want to yeah. have, like, good cocktails. Yeah. And I want to chill in a nice, like, Airbnb or hotel room. Exactly. And, like, walk around if I want to, but not do the whole like, let's get on the double decker bus and spend seven mm-hmm. hours looking at things. I can
1: relate to that too. I like kind of trying to live like a local for a couple yeah, of days. Yeah. yeah. Sort of feel I love that. Yeah. And eating
2: yeah. like the local food and yeah. like just totally. walking around. But it's funny because you realize as you get older, people travel very differently. Oh, and people sure. have very different yep. meanings of vacations. Like uh-huh. I have friends that certain friends after vacation, I get sick after sick for a week because like it was just too hard. Like we had a 15 yeah. hour schedule every day and I'm like, my gosh i'm cool if we just like eat a couple times
0: yeah yeah Yeah. exactly i need very minimal uh activities (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. no i have friends that literally get overwhelmed with anxiety if they're in the hotel room for too long they're like i have to go out then i'm like all right all right fine yeah this is
1: where i want to be i know
0: (laughs) i love this bed it's clean and gets made for me it's amazing (laughs) totally um so i want to know have you ever been starstruck and if so by who
2: No. Oh, well, well, not really. I mean, one time I was eating. Uh huh. And I like looked over and I was like, hey, that's George Clooney Whoa. And then I was like, oh cool. <laughs> but then like I was eating and then he like and then I accidentally like looked again, but I didn't mean to. And right. then he like smiled and I was like, Oh, he smiled. So I was like,
1: okay, that's cool. <laughs> he was and like, like, like Oh, that's art and show.
2: No, yeah, right. <laughs> he's like, it's a little Asian girl you <laughs> me No, so that was fine. I'm like, I'm thinking anytime I saw somebody, and this was like that was like eight years ago. Uh huh. Always been like kind of normal. I mean, one time saw like John Mayer and Katy Perry eating. That's fun. But that was like right before that. I was like, oh, I didn't know they were friends. And then I think like months oh. later, I heard, oh, they were dating or then they broke up. And I was like, right, right, hey, right. I saw them together one time. They were, yeah, truly dating. You're part of their but romance. I'm, no, but I'm the worst <laughs> because I'll be like, hey, is not so and so. And they're like, no, that's a different rapper. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, so I, I feel really bad because I'm really bad at recognizing. Or same. have you ever done this where like I see someone, I'm like, hey, yep. and I think I know them. And I'm like,
1: Oh, I hate oh, sh- when I do that. Yeah. It's so embarrassing. I, I
2: know. And then I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought we worked together. I thought you were my friend's 100%. boyfriend. I thought you were my friend's sister. But you are just somebody I've seen on TV. Bye.
0: I hundred percent. I have a friend uh, that he told me this story about how he was at a gas station one time and he looked over and he thought he saw a, a guy that he went to like um, Jewish school with yeah, when he yeah. was younger. And so he walked up to him, got all the way up to him, which is like, hey, and then realized it was David Schwimmer and was like, oh, we did. Okay. Never. Sorry. Never, never mind. mind. <laughs> Thought you were someone oh, else. And no like, embarrassingly, yeah. went back to his car and got gas. I was oh. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's but it happens. I mean, there. i People that are that recognizable must get that all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: No, I've heard I've heard of stories about like my friends, like dad, like hugging someone once, thinking it was like their daughter's like friend. It was like a famous <laughs> person. I was like, oh gosh. I did that, that once
1: thing. when I was a little kid, and I'm still embarrassed by. Ooh, who it. Was who was it? it? Uh, no, I thought it was like my mom. but oh, it like, was wasn't a stranger. My mom and I like ran up to her, like mom, and then she looks and she's like, nope. And I'm like,
0: ah. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, i definitely walked up to a woman and held her hand in the store when I was like a little kid and yeah. looked up and was like. You're not my mother. No stranger danger. (laughs) Uh, So I want to know what's the most recent embarrassing thing that you've done. These are things that I repress very deeply, so I I never can remember.
2: I'm, like, embarrassing. It happens all the time. It just depends on the day. Um, <laughs> How gosh. about, like, on this
0: press tour? Because it must be really fun to be able to do the press tour with the uh, the other girls, yeah, too. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, we just started, and it sucks because, like, her, she's fil- done That doesn't suck. I'm glad she's filming. Yeah, yeah. Happy for her. But it sucks she's not here with us. Aww. And then, like, Sasha was busy with her wedding stuff. And so the recent stuff has just been me, me, me and Megan, which is great. Um, nothing embarrassing with press stuff, except oh my gosh, we were just talking about it. I always feel like, then this, I guess it's not embarrassing, but I feel embarrassed is uh-huh. I always feel either overdressed or underdressed. or I don't know what to wear or what right. to do. And it's like, I feel like, that always embarrasses me and gives me anxiety, but I know it doesn't really matter. And if you're with Megan, Megan is very stylish. Yeah, and dude, so I she can looks see- so good. And then she's like so tall and sexy. And I'm like, I'm just a small little thing next to you. And I was like, and then at the last film festival, I was like, why did everybody wear black and I wore red? I'm just this red cherry blob next to all of you tall, skinny girls. And they're all so tall.
0: Are they? I know Megan uh. is. But I didn't know the rest of them were.
2: So yeah, I'm just like, Ugh. but I always, I recently discovered, not recently discovered, but I think my whole like wardrobe issue uh-huh. is because when I was really, really little, I was in orchestra. Okay. And I think, so my parents, you know, they immigrated. So they, mm-hmm. my mom didn't really speak a lot of English, but I think she misunderstood like the dress code for our recital. Oh. And it was just supposed to be like, everybody wore like, I like black slacks and black whatever. Right. I'm not even joking you. I wore like, like this wedding gown. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, you laugh now. Oh I man. have nightmares. Oh, so my I just God. So like, it was like a gown. <laughs> it was so long and so big and poofy. It was like a bigger than a Cinderella. Lace everywhere. Oh long sleeve lace. Oh, my wow. God. Are there I, photos of No, those? no. <laughs> You're like, I burned God. all, all of like them. This was like before. And I think there was cameras. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> but I had nightmares. Oh, And my then God. to this day, I have like night. I would have these nightmares that I like show up to school wearing like. I don't know, like. Mismatched shoes or like slippers from home or pajamas. Yeah, yeah. So I always have this issue with like
0: clothes. Well, that's the inciting incident. I feel like we found the core root of uh, this problem. No, so
2: so then I have a. one of my friends has a theory that that's why I don't like going out is because I never know what to wear oh that is yeah so debilitating so sometimes like I'll be like oh I want to go but I have nothing to wear or I don't have I I don't have help so I'll just wear sweats (laughs) yeah I don't have feedback yeah and it's funny because it's like people just assume like if you're an actor you got to be good at that stuff and I'm like "Uh, oh no no. that's why stylist is a whole job that exists for people
0: oh yeah they know much better than yeah, life. And then
2: now I'm learning too because it's like when I first started getting stylists, they would put me in things and I'd be like, okay. And right. then I would feel so uncomfortable. So now I'm learning that, okay, you can't just say yes to everything. Oh, You got to yeah. find things that like work for your body or you because like totally. now when I look back at like press photos, I'm like, can we just delete them all? <laughs> Is there like a delete select all button? <laughs> but it's like, because for so much of my like career in the beginning, I just mm-hmm. did what everybody else wanted me to do. And I just said, yes, because yeah. I didn't know you like, could do choice. anything else yeah. yeah but now that I'm like oh I have a choice then I'm like oh is this right <laughs> now is I have too much too many choices but yeah so now I'm just trying to like be in this like don't be embarrassed just do it but I'm I think that's struggling great today i
0: think that's great advice for everyone i think across the board fashion related life related yeah, but that's just ju- wear whatever you want there you go i feel like that's a great moral of this entire episode because we've gotten to the end of this podcast episode arden yeah thank you so much for being here before uh you go we have um a gift for you oh it's exciting a personalized fortune cookie just
2: for you nice. and you can feel free to open it up julie has it right oh there. oh my gosh so exciting yes okay. i'm just opening. It. I don't okay. <laughs> And it says... Whoa, there's two. Whoa, this is like a... Oh, no, it's a really long one. Okay, next time we gather, you will bring cherry... Chewy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Next time we gather, you <laughs> will bring Chewy. No, seriously, it's in the fortune cookie. This is pastry law. Yep. I love it. And I totally would have brought her. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I didn't want to traumatize what a beautiful, uh, beautiful creature. But Arden, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. Where can people find you online? Where can they find the movie? All that good stuff. The movie will be available on iTunes and online on May 11th and so it's 15th, 15th out and digital. Yeah, oh yeah, it it's be, out now. Be, yeah. out. You guys, this is like the future. Yeah. It we just went future. from the past yes. to the future. So, so make so sure you go RDL. check it out. It's online. Please watch the honor list. And you guys can find me at ARDN underscore Cho. C-H-O pretty much anywhere. Awesome. On Instagram or Twitter. Whatever. And or hi- YouTube, Arden B. Joe.
0: There you go. And I highly recommend checking out her social media platforms. They Yay. are miraculously curated and very inspirational. So thank you again, Arden. We'll see you guys next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Bye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too, Not deep. too deep. It
1: was Grace Helbig
0: armed with the measurements of millions of women Third Love scrap the standard bra cup molds and develop their own with sizes ranging from AA through G they guarantee a perfect fit plus returns and exchanges are always free Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone so right now they're offering the beautiful listeners of Not Too Deep 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com grace to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com grace for 15% off today
1: Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated.
0: Rated? Produced and directed by Jack Ferry.
1: Producer Melissa D. Mons.
0: With writing by Diane Kang. Audio support by Chris Henry.
1: Editing by Melissa D. Mons.
0: And an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music.